So how many online scams are there out there and what's being done about it to shut them down? We're going to take a look at the Department of Justice, what they're doing in a couple cases, and also what is going on behind the cryptocurrency and Bitcoin scams. First, this is a controversial article about cryptocurrency in general and digital currency. And this theory is that all of it is a giant Ponzi scheme. It says cryptocurrency is not merely a bad investment. It's worse than that. It's a full all-on fraud. And we'll post the link to this article in the comment section. But whether or not you believe that cryptocurrency itself is a scam, one of the things to keep in mind is there is a large number of scams within the cryptocurrency investment market. There's things where fraudsters create a new cryptocurrency platform and they make up a new currency. Sometimes it's creating a new platform that trades existing currency. It might some, be something as widespread as Bitcoin, but they claim to have some platform that trades it with proprietary algorithms that will give you a lot of money. Sometimes they'll claim that their platform is shut down after they've taken a lot of money and they abandon the project and run off with investor funds. All cryptocurrency in the industry as a whole are built atop market manipulation without which they could not exist. What that means is there is no underlying intrinsic value of cryptocurrency, which maybe that is good or maybe it's bad. Maybe just the investment in it is the value. But unlike a stock or a bond or real estate, you can't point to a physical value of something that goes up and down. A company can go up and down based on its earnings or a piece of real estate can go up and down based on the market. Cryptocurrency only goes up and down based on how many people are throwing money at it. And because of that, and there's no book value or there's no analytics of the financial statements, people can say it's worth whatever you want it to be worth. And because of that, all these online investment opportunities can claim any type of return that they want to. And because there's no regulation, and in many cases, there's no oversight, people will set up a cryptocurrency platform and say, we'll give you 10% a month, we'll double your money in six weeks, and there's nothing that prevents them from taking your money. And sometimes they'll have you send them fiat currency, sometimes they'll have send you cryptocurrency, and they'll show you financial statements that your investment is going up in value because they can make up whatever they want. For example, if you send in $5,000 and they show you a return and went up to 9,000, they can tell you that if you put in another 10, they'll double that too. So they can show you any kind of returns they want because there's no underlying market that verifies this. You know, if you put money in the stock market, there's a stock market trading that will show you what your stocks are worth. With crypto, they can make up whatever numbers they want. Not every single one of them is a scam, but when somebody's promising you a high return, it's very likely that it is. That's one of the red flags. So because of that, they're going to keep asking you for money. They'll show you a fake return. They'll ask you for more money. If you ask for a redemption or take money out, they'll say, well, you have to pay taxes. You have to pay some type of audit fee um, or there's a minimum account balance, right? Let's say whatever you have in your account, according to them, they're going to tell you there's a minimum balance just slightly higher than that for you to take your money out. It doesn't matter what it is. If you have 28,000 in the account, they're gonna say minimum balance is 40,000 to withdraw. So put in 12 and you can take out your money.
Or if you have 6000 in your account, they'll say minimum balance is 10 Put in four and you'll take out your money. You put in the four and then they'll say, oh, you have to pay taxes of 2000 They're just going to keep asking you for money until you stop giving them more money. So what happens at the end of these? Well, there's a couple in, uh, examples. This happens all the time. These are right from the U.S. United States Attorney's Office, part of the DOJ. And we've done a lot of work for the DOJ in, in previous years as an expert witness, as an investigator. Here's one, Arizona man pleaded guilty to conspiring to commit wire fraud. According to records, this person committed a scheme to defraud involving investments, involving standby letters of credit. Well, this was back in 17 and 18 before cryptocurrency was a big deal. Anything that an, a fraudster can come up with as a reason to take your money don't make anything up. You can be investing in Nike shoes. They don't really care what the reason is that they just want to take your money, right? And there's really nothing behind any of these schemes. What'll happen is when you try to withdraw funds, there's excuses, right? Why transactions are not accepted. Most of these investor or investment agencies, you want to make sure, are they licensed by the SEC? Are they a licensed investment company? They have an SEC securities license. Here's another one. Texas man sentenced for investment fraud. They could receive a portion of the value worth millions of dollars. An investor wired 500,000 from his bank account. So we're talking big numbers. The bottom line is if you have any investment offered to you, whether it's Bitcoin, bonds, real estate, stocks, some advanced algorithm that nobody can describe, Unless you can verify the identity of the person and the company, do they have a business license? Do they have an office? Not an address for an office, but an actual office you can walk into, then you're at risk. Every dollar you send is at risk. If you've already been a victim, now you have to look at how you're gonna get your money back. How you're gonna do an investigation for a fraud. How you're gonna do an asset recovery investigation. Because once the money's sent, it's not held in some account on your behalf it's spent or it's siphoned off or embezzled by the scammers so make sure if you're sending money verify their identity verify their license verify their location and make sure it's a true identity of a person a lot of times they'll make up fake names even fake profiles on their website that aren't really actual people phone numbers emails everything should check out nobody should be running an investment company like this with a VOIP number or with a cell phone or with a Gmail. It should be a legitimate company. And if it's not, all your money's at risk. You're talking a lot of money. This one was $500,000 that we just looked at. Make sure you're getting good due diligence on anybody you're sending money to for whatever reason. Look, you wouldn't buy a car for 10,000 or 20,000 or 40,000 from a dealership that didn't have a license that you didn't check out, check out their reviews. So why send tens of thousands to some investment company without knowing their license, which they have to be in the U S you have to have a securities license and you verify the identities of all the parties involved.